Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we recap our round one encounter against Adelaide. We look ahead to match week three in the AFC Cup, as well as previewing our clash against MacArthur on Sunday. And of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke and Morrow. Lads, lads. Two weeks in a row. On a roll. Good evening. Ooh, that sounds weird. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> but we are on a roll. It's almost like we do a podcast or something. <laughs> it's wow. almost like this is a regular thing. Who would have thought? A weekly podcast? <laughs> Unheard of. Let's Unheard not talk thing. too much until we got a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Here we go. Two in a row. All right. Uh, fellas, let's dive right into it, as we always do, with Fred's question. Fred this week says... Not the start we wanted, but can you point out some of the positives from the game? Also, go the girls. Let's go girls. I was about to say, I believe it's <laughs> let's go girls. Yeah. Insert <laughs> musical <Yeah>. clip. Um, <laughs> uh, positives. Vukovic. Vukovic was immense, wasn't he? Screamer. Huge. Literally. Chalk and cheese in comparison to how he started last season mm. based off that performance um, carried yeah, his good huge. form from the back end of last season through to yeah, this one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, considering that you know it was you know potentially up in the air whether he was going to retire or not, um, made a good decision mm. based on that one by continuing. Mm. Just on that as well, good to see that he's taken the extra sort of responsibility, being the the goalkeeping manager i guess you could call him yeah uh, now running a lot of things um, officially or yeah. unofficially yeah unofficially officially, officially unofficial <laughs> um other positives <laughs> kind of I'll, I'll say torres I, I know didn't have the end product mm. in that game that we were hoping for but signs there of a positive as a footballer there yeah absolutely i think mean, that that combination of you know him and tulio and and that sort of attacking threat when we get going i think will be very good yeah i agree he um he was a bit of a standout positives hard to find them amongst so many things that went wrong for us because it's hard to imagine a game where you know more things went wrong for any team um to be honest um but i am going to get on the girls wagon for the positives because it tempered my um you know mental destruction at the three 0 loss down there, and everything <laughs> going against us in the in the men's game um, was followed on from what I thought was a pretty exciting women's game. Um, some uh, you know decent play from our girls, quality finish from um, I'll never get to pronounce her name. Give me a go, Pete. Where Arigamola? Arigamola. Did you get that? Yeah. Arigamola. Pretty pretty close. Not yeah. bad, mate. The finish, super finish. Mm. Super finish. We needed that Great from first touch. Yeah, that was the thing. Brilliant there was control. a similar. I was saying to Luke before. There was a similar uh, moment in the men's game mm. where Marco had the same opportunity as she did at the top of the box to take one on the chest, make a great first touch, and put in the net. Mm. He couldn't make it. Mm. His first touch was <laughs> terrible. I saw Trent Bahaja tried to do it as well the other night for the. <laughs> no, it ain't that easy. It was, a, it put was it, a super. Put finish. it into Rose Ed, but not Rose Ed behind the goals. <laughs> Rose Ed off to the side, <laughs> throw in. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a super finish, and and it. Um, uh, I enjoyed it actually. Uh, mm. it, it, it meant that we started the the men's game positive, or, or my mind frame was positive, mm. and uh, that felt good. And I thought we performed pretty good despite the constant, you know, falling apart of our team around us. Then 
then uh, there's a decent football team in the making there, I guess, is what I would say about it. For the girls or for the boys? Both. 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 Um, but the girls, I thought they dominated their game mm. um, and fair play to them. They deserved everything they got in the game and and uh, I enjoyed watching it happen like that. Yep. Um, and, you know, the quality was, was high. The finishing was fantastic mm. there. So loved it. But, um, but, yeah, it really did help to make it easier to watch all of that destruction happen in the men's game because it was carnage. I think um, started the first 20 or so minutes so much more positively. Had all the momentum, I felt, you know, the tempo. We, we were dictating the tempo, creating chances – and look good. There was some really, really nice combinations of emerging. Um, but Caltech's injury in the, what was it, 22nd, 23rd minute. Mm. And um, it seemed like, I don't know if it rattled the boys or... or yeah, it was, it was it was a good 20 minutes. Like, yeah, and we should have been up. 20, yeah, exactly. Like we should have been up by one or two. Like, I mean, the Wilson chance, mm. I mean... You've got to finish it. I'll t- I, 100%. I'll, I'll die on the hill that there is a footballer there and... Everyone's going to yell at me for that, but uh, yeah, I have not seen it in the AFC Cup game uh, or in that game. Didn't have his best night, um, but had to score that. Had to finish it. If you want your place in the team, you got to finish it. I I imagine a Thea Harris who's sort of knocking on the door, and a few people are saying, "Well, mm. why isn't he starting?" Which we'll probably get to later. But I I imagine him in that position. I imagine him scoring it. Mm, agree. I, it could be just me dreaming but you know I, I don't know Wilson just didn't he, he doesn't look confident at the moment in sort of anything he's really trying to do in my opinion but um, yeah we should have been up before the injuries like un- just unfortunate how it happened to Caltech and then it looked like he was going to be okay and then he just wasn't and well, then, when 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 he first got up and he and the doctor was putting him through his squats mm. his knee just buckled again went, and I went oh shit this isn't good yeah, yeah. but it turns out apparently it's not that bad it didn't look really ACLE or, no. or anything like that. It just looked like a heavy knock, mm. like maybe a bit of a corky or something. Yeah, more. apparently that's all it is. Yeah, so and then, and you know, f- from just the snowball effect of that, which has been said, you know, sort of everywhere since, is you had to leave Faz at left back. Yeah. I know I know, we didn't have a recognised, you know, centre back well, why, on the bench. Well, why aren't we taking a recognised... I mean, Tappy was there and the plan was. The plan that's, was for Tappy to cover that centre back role, uh, yeah. role. And that's my question or my, <laughs> my my whole thing at the moment is that... You've got Mark, Dan Hall, Cam yeah. Windust and Dean Larson. Yep. Uh, all staying at home. And you risk Tappy who's just come back, just come from, back from an ACL. ACL. If, if you're not yeah. confident you can fill the position, then don't take him. Yeah, and I understand it's very early in the piece. You know, mm. you're throwing a youngster into a role that's, you know, as you say, just coming back from an ACL, hasn't mm. played any minutes as a centre-back um, in competitive football for over 12 months now. Mm. Um, yeah, if you don't trust him, take someone else. But yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, a big believer of if you're on the bench, you're ready to play You're good minutes. enough, yeah. Like, and it's I, <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think Tappy is ready and, yeah. and should have been trusted there as well. You know, yeah. God bless Noah Smith. Love him dearly. Yeah. Um, didn't have a great time. I just think mentally, the mental effect of putting Faz mm. into the middle, the story was like, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, but seriously, <laughs> that, I, I would have had yeah. Tappy at centre back and if he played fast, you know, for 80 minutes or whatever, then so be it. If he's not up to, you know, sort of 100%. But moving Faz into that spot and then... You know, sort of leaving uh, poor old Noah Smith up against Aaron Kunda, 
you know, mentally for Aaron Kunda, that would have been a huge relief. Yeah. And he, he just sort of went sweet. And we, we saw what happened. He was he was a nightmare for the whole time he was on. And this is this is sort of my other whole thing too, is that you would have known that because in the story started, he wasn't going to last the entire game, mm. which he didn't. He was going to come off eventually. So we just had to leave Faz at left back. Long enough. You know, probably Tappy would have only really had to play 40 minutes at centre back to survive and then move up into when the story or... comes off then move uh, Faz into center back mm. and substitute or substitute on left back or, or sort of then put Noah on do you want to yeah you don't want to sub but, a sub though you don't want to sub tappy after he's been born no off. but i just think that the the story yeah just uh, Faz moving Maz left from left back it was downhill from there yeah yeah I, th- was, I i want to say that faz was superb when he moved there. oh he was brilliant absolutely yeah. superb until yeah, yeah, yeah. until the send-off yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, and i can accept that uh mark jackson you know was banking on noah being able to handle Aaron kunda and, and you have to you can't not back yeah, your own players yeah. right so i get that but i f- I felt that if the commentary is mentioning it and the commentary did mention it, then we can all see, the commentary can see, he must be able to see that this isn't working and it took longer than I thought it needed to, should have, to make a change that then helped. And it might have only been when Nestry went off that things did change, to be honest. Mm. So not to, I don't think it's a reflection on Noah Smith at all, but, yeah, I think we probably made the wrong substitute and I wonder whether or not Mark Jackson knows that now. Did he see the melodrama that occurred in the late uh, stages of last year where he, um, he would three have games had in a row? Surely. He would have had to Because can you see Monty making the change that way? I just can't see Monty making no, that change Monty, that way. Monty keeps mm. Fazl left back. And, I mean, Monty, I mean, in fairness, Monty knew the club inside and out, knew the players inside True. and out. Yeah. Mark, this is his first... A league game, um, you know, doesn't have that same, I guess, depth of knowledge. Yeah, you can have all the all the club staff tell you everything that happened last year till the cows come home, but you know, nothing replaces experience in no. those sort of situations. No, but the but anyone who's seen all of that history there knows that there just hasn't been a second when Mariners have played Adelaide in the last year or so where, where Faz hasn't where been Faz hasn't Aaron totally dominated Aaron Gunda. Simple. That's the way it is. That's the story is that's how it goes. That's a, yeah, the formula for success against Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> it was working. Why? Played well, Jacob Farrell one on one against Aaron Kunda. Yeah, simple. Yeah. And he was doing it again mm. um, right up until the the injury. I think so, Aaron Kunda got around him once. Maybe there was, it was there was one time he got around him and made it to the byline, and I think his cross went straight at full. Yeah, actually, that sounds that sounds possible, but mm. um, but Other, yeah, no, otherwise, has, nothing. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. So, but yeah, it, it hurt us that change, and, and then uh, if that wasn't bad enough, then the Kowal one was oh. like even more of a concern looked, when he did it, and I thought, mm. oh, that doesn't look good. Yeah, but. It was, Stretching in a way that you don't want to see anybody stretch, but yeah. it seems like the news is not so bad with him either. Again, apparently, yeah. just hyperextended or hyper hyperflexion uh, of that knee. Apparently, so yeah, right. might be good to go this weekend. Not sure about Thursday, but we'll see. Mm. And yeah, yes. I mean, and then once those two changes happen, then you know Halloran scores a good goal. To be fair, um, we we just we just lost our way. Mm. We just we just never looked quite well, as uh, coherent as what sort of we did towards the back end of last season or even in the AFC Cup game once again against lowly opposition but um, we just couldn't really get, get going. a good flow yeah. there's got to be some yeah. learning there though because for me Docker lost his man 
in that moment and, mm. and shouldn't have. So it was Definitely. just it was just sort of inexperienced or um, you know just missed the moment and uh, that gave Halloran the opportunity. So fair enough. The penalty was just like the reason why strikers should never be in the box. <laughs> but the truth is that just before that happened, I was looking at the structure of the team and we were, we were in trouble in that counter. Yeah. And I looked at him, he was literally giving it everything Ab- he had everything, yeah. to get there. Yeah. And then so he did everything right to get himself into position and then, then performed a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> performed a disaster. <laughs> it was just terrible to see him try so hard yeah. and fail so miserably. He has, he has <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> it was it was the thought that counts. <laughs> well, he gave it everything he had, but yeah, and I mean, but you, you can. But it was a can, horrible attempt. Yeah, you can tell he kind of he kind of knew it as well. You know, there's absolutely no protests coming from him or or anyone else. Mm. Yeah, um, no. Look, I empathise with him because this mm. was my first year playing on the wing. Mm. Which has not been that much fun for me because I spent my oh, first to learn how to track twenty back. years of football <laughs> never defending, and all of a sudden I've had to defend. In fact, I stand on the post for corners and things like this. So, oh, wow. figuring out what to do in these situations <laughs> is not something a striker should ever try to do. You're leaping up and putting it through your own net and oh, running off celebrating, mate. Some of the dumb things I've done, like yeah. <laughs> but but you, what about on a football pitch? Yeah, that too. But <laughs> you learn, and so you know, I, I guess that um, there's learning there for him. But uh, I, I, I felt for him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I felt for him massively, um, massively because yeah. Yeah, it's 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 tough. He's, he's busted a gut to get back, as you say. And and the frustrating part was I feel like in the sort of five or ten minutes prior to that, we were kind of starting to get a little bit better. Like, you know, Aaron Kunda was getting tired and mm. and the, those threats were starting to slow down from him. We were clawing our way back in. Well, it turned into a little bit of a basketball match. It did. Where yeah, both it was very teams, end-to-end. Yeah, exactly, were strung out. There was no sort of, you know, compact nature in either team. Because we that would, suited us. Yeah, because we were trying to press, which which we, you know, from what we spoke about last week, seems to be the new thing to do it even more so than what it was under Monty. It wasn't effective. It was, it was a game. bit, and that's why it turned into a bit of a basketball game because they were playing through us and yeah. it was going up the other end and they... Outside of Irunkunda, sort of like I said, they were getting to that point where they didn't start to have as much of a threat, and we could we were sort of starting to defend okay, and then winning the ball back, and then trying to go back the other way, and it was like going sort of backwards and forwards. But yeah, the whole pressing was interesting because it felt like sometimes it worked, but then other times there were just big gaps. There was a lot of uh, big gaps everywhere. Yeah, gaps, and it felt like at times there was there was no purpose to it. Yeah, if you're going to press like that, you've you've got to be man to man and, and making sure you're closing down all of the passing lanes because yeah, all yeah. takes is one ball to get out which Properly they did a number of times and you've yeah. also got to have a good sound back four or back line that mm. is going to look after what happens when they do play through the press so you've got to be super confident that if they can if they're good enough to play through that press mm. you've still got a you know good defense there and to be fair you know even though you know faz came in did a good job we were struggling a bit in that and, and rightly so. We lost our arguably our best defender early and, and after that then, you know, it was always going to be harder. So um, I didn't mind it that much because I never felt other than Aaron Kunda like they really had that much of a direct threat. I thought we had more of a threat. Even Ibasuki in those is, is just very much get ball into box, hope he heads it. <laughs> Pretty <like> much. <laughs> seems that way, doesn't it? Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I, th- so I didn't think it was that terrible. But, but yeah, you're right, it was very strung out and, and that did give us some opportunities. We just weren't good enough yet to coordinate enough to to finish any of them. So, But, yeah, back on positives, Marco's uh, set up for the failed Wilson attempt. Mm. That, that, was, that, that would have been 
if that was last season, that would have been one of the better goals that we scored all season. Exactly. Mm. It was a super situation, but we weren't good enough. So yeah, and there was there was a few of those. There was there was another there was another Tulio chance that he scored. There was there was another couple of ones that even after the injuries that we should have probably put away or, or late late last season when we're in full flight we put those away mm. yep. and it's oh, just yeah. it's sort of like I said last week I think this is the slow start that we're probably going to have but the the double injury and then the red card which now obviously impacts uh, this week mm. was not on the bingo card I mean, it was all. it was a fast start for the first 20 minutes mm. and then as you say yeah the the injury I think was the thing that really unsettled everything most of all yeah and I mean both like it, mm. it just got worse yeah like we already were unsettled and then next thing we've got another looking like almost could be a season-ending injury happens it's yeah, like ten, what, ten what? minutes apart as well exactly yeah. mm. what is going on there like that that we must have been feeling the shock and i thought we handled that fairly well under the circumstances to be honest with the exception that eventually faz took himself out of my man of the match um <laughs> by, <laughs> by mental explosion i don't know if you can say it's a mental explosion that's the way faz plays I mean, true, you're, you're true. not going to change that no true he's a, he's and you don't want to take that mental out of explosion <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's frustrating he plays, because he, he's always played right on the line oh, yeah. i love that i love yeah, I, do. I love yeah. i love his endeavor and yeah. i love all that but both tackles, in two minutes. <laughs> both tackles he didn't have to make no yeah. the first the, one the second one in was it was Onibasuki off the top of my head uh, on halfway? Yeah. I back I don't know who it was, but it was on halfway. He gets the ball and he's facing away from goal. There's not really a threat. There wasn't a need to dive in the way that he did and clean him up. It was a clear yellow. And then for the second one... It was yeah, I was going to say it might have been Toure. And then for the second one, it's very similar. It's, it was Toure again. Outside the box, running down towards the byline, there's not really an immediate threat. Stay on your feet and block the cross. He mm. didn't have to dive in the way that he did. Just got to be smarter. Once he does, then he's in deep trouble. It's a clear yellow. Yeah, both of them. It's a clear yellow. Yeah. Uh, Just has to be smarter. Can't argue with those. So, <laughs> I think he knew it was coming as well, you know. Yeah. What, what I did like to say, I think it was, was it Smith? Smiggles that ran over to him and like lifted his head up and, you know, said keep your chin yeah, up. Yeah, well, I saw, I saw some, some people were saying about, I saw some comment maybe on the Facebook or something, which is not the best place to go, obviously, <laughs> but something about the body language being really bad and all this. I, mean, no, I was on, yeah, on Twitter. I didn't, yeah. don't agree with that at all. After Wendell Halls gave away the penalty, a bunch of the boys were sort of running up Everyone to him, giving him high fives. Yeah. Everyone Around was patting him. each other on yep. the back, like, don't worry about it. Same thing with that, with mm. the red. There's nothing wrong with the no, body hard, language. Hard disagree no. with that body yeah, language. Yeah, nothing wrong at all. There yeah. was no attitude issues or anything. It was yeah. just, it was just, there's been a bit of, Throwing the toys out of the cot after one game for me, like just <laughs> relax a little bit, okay? <laughs> like, what, just, what I like. Well, we may have some new on, fans, less experienced. To, <laughs> 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 what What I like though is, as you say, there is a lot of absolute melodrama and, and mm. shit um, that that we've that we've sort of waded through, but it has been tempered by, I guess, more positivity than we would usually see after a 3-0 loss as yeah. well. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people are being, I guess, maybe a little bit more realistic in their expectations. How long that lasts, I don't know. Four or five games, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully it doesn't need to last. Yeah. You know, hopefully we got MacArthur this Sunday, um, who I don't and will never rate. <laughs> no matter what. No matter fucking what. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what about them would you rate? 
He couldn't rate. It's there not is, wouldn't they, rate. I couldn't rate. They have True. literally no redeeming features in that side. No. I think you said it on the weekend, boys. Outside of Devere. Oh, actually, nothing. hang on, hang on, hang on. The only thing that I'll say about MacArthur is I like the coach. That's yes, fair. Yeah, well, yeah, Other than okay, that, okay. That's what, yeah. Other than that, forget it. Don't yeah. like the bells, the crowd, the people. None of, none of it. The players, especially the ex-Mariners players. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if we can go back to Fred's uh, question for a sec about the positives, yes. one that we haven't mentioned, mm. Nathan Paul. Nathan Paul, very good, very good. Um, if Caltech's not right uh, for this Thursday and even this Sunday, would love to see a Hall Paul combo. Hall Paul. Hall Paul. Hall Paul. Hall Paul combo. <laughs> Is that not Paul Hall? <laughs> Paul Hall. Paul Hall. Paul yeah. Hall. It depends if you're going from left to right or right to left because Nathan Paul would be the left-sided centre-back and Hawley would be the right. So if you're going left to right, it would be Paul Hall. Paul Hall. Paul Hall. Fair. Um, he was I, very good though. Yeah, very, very, very good. good. He's very good. quick. Him yeah, man. For, for a big he's fella as well. Lampera Hills for th- a big I th- dude. I think because he's got such long legs as well. Like that yeah. stride length is just ridiculous. I wonder what his squat is. But <laughs> he's, he's a quick... Quick, quick man, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he was a very good, nice and calm, nice and composed. He keeps getting better as well. Like yeah. we saw a little bit of him throughout preseason. We saw him, of course, in the uh, Australia Cup, the AFC Cup as well, a couple of games now as well. And I think each game he's he's gotten better. Mm. Made that yep. mistake in the first game in the AFC Cup, and then to me didn't drop his bundle in that mm. game or in any of the subsequent games. And like you're saying, he improved. So that's where you can ask of a young player, isn't it? I don't. So I actually did see a few people who were, you know, laying out what their side might be for this Thursday night game and for the Sunday game and yep. there was no Paul with the Hall. I saw, um, I saw, I saw a bit of Hall Paul but I also saw a fair bit of, and I'd love to see this as well, Windus Paul. Um, we saw a bit of it with the academy side. Yeah, uh, long-haired maestros. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just felt the pe- so there were some people out there who wanted Paul back to the bench. I just really? I never you know saw what I think that I is I think that's a they just literally didn't notice him because he didn't really put, didn't a, put foot a foot wrong. wrong. Very no. well he didn't he didn't stand out because he just did what he had to do. Yeah. It was a bit yeah. kind of might be a bit extreme, but a bit of like a Rolls Royce kind of performance. You know, just yeah. kind of got in, just did what he had to do, did everything right. Yep, no must, no fuss. Didn't yeah. Absolutely no reason for him to not be in the team. I can absolutely in not. My opinion. <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> between you know, he, he and Vooker are the first two names on the team sheet for me, as far as I'm concerned yeah. at the moment. I would have Marco yeah. three. Just, sorry, <laughs> Niz, Niz actually comes. Niz, yeah, we're up to maybe five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. the team. Everyone else, sir, you're on notice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Fellas, let's have a bit of a look at how the rest of round one played out. Uh, of course, we were the first game, first cab off the rank on the Friday, Saturday afternoon uh, at Campbelltown. Where would you rather be? It was MacArthur 1, Brisbane Raw 1. Looking at the crowd, everyone would rather be anywhere <laughs> else. Literally, what anywhere crowd? Else. <laughs> they announced that crowd as what 1,400? Yeah, I oh know it was. It was. It was. Apparently, it was just over three. Yeah, three thousand and four. Like, what? Or something. No, yeah, they did that's not what they announce announced. three thousand. Yes, but there was yeah. tongue. Whoever reported that when I read it was tongue in cheek about it and said they actually announced that it was three thousand and four or three thousand and six yeah. or I saw seven like or whatever. Sixteen hundred or something. But there was nobody there. Oh, uh, I'm gonna have to try and get the inside word from the MacArthur ground announcer. Ground announcers union shout out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to uh, cutters there at MacArthur. Um, thank let me you. know if you're fudging the figures, mate. Thank you, Foxtel, for your – that's their – Their legacy. Legacy to oh the league is God. MacArthur. Maybe Western not as much. I feel like they're kind of getting their shit together. Yeah. Getting their own stadium, own facility. That's all That's all. All good. Mm. But 
a lot obviously lighter than what it should be. But MacArthur's just there. There's basket cases and then there's dumpster fires and then there's basket cases inside dumpster fires. Who wants to sit in Western Sydney in the sun in the <sighs> middle of the afternoon Three o'clock on it, with yeah. no shade and watch football? It's just not going to happen. It's not a fun time. No. Uh, it's not a fun place and it's not a fun team either. There is no. literally nothing I like about them. Boring. Yeah, except, as you said earlier, the coach. And not, maybe not interesting We love Melly still, but the rest... Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, there was like across the whole round though, there was nothing really that overly excited. concerned me. Yeah, or concerned or or excited or really. really. Excited, yeah, yeah. It wasn't wasn't that you know watching. There was out. a little bit of you know a little bit of drama here and there actually, but yeah, um, I I expected a bit more from Brisbane in this one. I did. I thought they would have got the chocolates, which is why I yep. tipped them. Which we'll I get also to the tipping tipped soon. them. <laughs> uh, so so far, based on um, the first two games of round two, I'm zero from two. Yep, me too. Okay. Um, oh, is that me three? <laughs> <laughs> you got three. Wow, must be nice. No. <laughs> no, I was never in danger of getting a point. <laughs> a spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday afternoon uh, down at Amy Park, Melbourne City 1, Western United 2, local boy Lockie Wales done good. Local boy done good. He was good, Lockie. He nice good. and dangerous. Mm. Um, good finish for the goal too. Yep. And. Yeah, City didn't look, did not look crash hot. No, I saw outside of that, um, Tolgo Oslin, who I think is going to be some player for them this year, it's not much that I nothing, rated about. Nothing, them. yeah, no, nothing, like I said, nothing really concerned me too much from round one that I thought, oh shit, this team looked really, really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, Weston just got the job done. But yeah, City, nothing special. Mm. Nothing special. I think I put Bruden, I know I said Bruden is my uh, first coach sacked yep. yep. last week, more of a hopeful than maybe a realistic, <laughs> but I mean, if City have a dodgy start. I don't think it'll be long before questions start to get asked about Rado. Yeah, especially if, uh, if Patrick's available soon, Kiz Norbo. <laughs> <laughs> he'll have that job until he's dead, I reckon, by the way. He's I gone. don't understand how he's still there. But no, well, yeah. patient, aren't they? The old, the old CFG love-in. Something's going on. Mm, Something's going yep. on. And then the Big Blue on Saturday night at Allianz Stadium, Sydney FC nil. Melbourne victory two. Is it the Popovich resurgence? Nah. I wasn't impressed there. <laughs> no, I didn't find that much to be. The one thing I thought was good about that certainly wasn't the Sydney crowd, but the but uh, mm. is it Machach? Machach, yeah. Machach? Yeah. Zinedine? Zinedine, yes. yeah. With a name like that, he struck. He wanted to be able to Yeah, play. a bit of pressure on, but mm. um, I thought he lived up to it. What a goal. He was good. That goal was <laughs> Absolutely. That's one of the more hilarious goals. Bodied. Uh, who did he go through? It wasn't... Um, oh. His name escapes me now. The other, the other young centre back. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely bodied him. All yeah. tricks were used there. I think, there, he, got a, I think he got around five plays in there. He end. used yeah, techers, physicality, <laughs> everything. <laughs> and, then, and then the goalkeeping from uh, Redmayne too was Ooh, left left a bit suspect. to be desired. Uh, Corica was complaining in the lead up to that game. It's like he was making his excuses before the game had even kicked off about Redders returning jet lagged from international duty. And Don't play him then, dickhead. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a very good young goalkeeper on the bench there in Pavlicic as well, who mm. he's yes brother of. Full of excuses he is. Yeah. And, uh, Always. Yeah. No, Red has um, looked very suspect. It wasn't just that moment. There was a lot of um, a lot of needless parries and mm. a lot of questions over his handling in this one. Yeah. Mm. Well, so I think I nominated Ross Aloisi as my first coach to go you down. Did, but uh, yeah. But I reckon that uh, there are two other coaches. Rado was one and uh, now Corica making a decent play for it. You don't mm. think the Australia Cup has bought him more time? 
if it has, it shouldn't. But <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. The Australia Cup is that really a thing for judging form? Oh, no, by? it's still. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, mean, I, I agree. Who won it the last time before? Sydney. Yeah, I well, tend to agree. Why York got the sack last year? It yeah. is a trophy, yes, but it still does feel like a glorified preseason tournament. It does, just with the timing of it. Just, and I, I, wish, hate, I, I, I wish it didn't, but it just does. Yeah, no, it does. I hate having the final before the first round of the A-League. Have yeah, the final sucks. in January or something? Yep, 100%. When was the final? When we played down in Melbourne, was the, the final was in January, was it? I want to say yes. Or even yeah, February. I think so. If in February, was it? It might have been February. Yeah, 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 it was definitely early in the year. Yeah. Definitely. Having it be done before the league starts, yeah, is, is not good. No, don't like it. Yeah. Is it a serious competition, though? It doesn't even have VAR. Although, does the A-League have VAR? <laughs> yeah, apparently <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, apparently. Anyway, um, Sunday afternoon, two fixtures. Western Sydney Wanderers, nil. Wellington Phoenix, nil. You'll love to see it. Yeah, I... Nick's, I mean, Wanderers not living up to their preseason hype video once again. <laughs> um, not like again, this game wasn't really that exciting no. either. I don't think another another old uh, three o'clock in the sun scenario in Western Sydney. Just when will we get it? <laughs> when will it click? That well, possibly our biggest never. competition when it's hot is the beach. Yeah. So between mid-December and uh, mid-February, there will be no three o'clock kickoffs in the A-League. Thank God. Um, but we've still got two before then. We've got this Sunday at three o'clock and then I think we've got um, one on the 3rd of December against Melbourne Victory, I think, off the top of my head, at three o'clock as well. There was not much interest in this match. It just shouldn't be three o'clock kickoffs at all. No, there no. should yeah, it's it's summer the, league. Yeah, it's just not doesn't really work for anybody. No, not for the players, not for the spectacle, the players, not for the TV, the not for the fucking hate it. Fans, the players hate nothing. it. Yeah. yeah, it's just you can't get anything good out of a game played in those conditions like that. To no. be honest, um, other than Rudin sounding like a used car salesman in his <laughs> post-match discussion. Something new. <laughs> well, how can, how can you – I mean, there's this saying, it's something about, you know, dressing up a – I don't know what it is, but something nasty that um, you dress it up and, and you make it look good and he tries hard with his press conferences. Polish your turd and make it sparkle. But they don't really – yeah, exactly. But they, they don't really – there's no relationship between his comments after the game and the actual game <laughs> <laughs> that I could see. I know I know how much we love XG as a start. Um <laughs> This this really just tells you everything you need to know about this game. Wanderers XG zero point eight, Wellington zero point one six. Wanderers sixteen shots, zero big chances created. <laughs> Tricky. Things going well. Getting in positions that look okay but lead to absolutely nothing. <laughs> Final match of the round uh, was over in Perth on Sunday evening. Perth Glory two. The late late show from that lot from up the road, Newcastle Jets two. Probably the the only real drama kind of match yeah. from the round in terms of sort of a ding dong affair and got to laugh at Newcastle a bit and then laugh at Jason Hoffman and then <laughs> saw a screamer from uh, Costa Grosos. First time he's done anything in about two and a half years. Yeah, since he um, since he left um, the Wanderers, Wanderers NPL two side actually. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you do anything other than NPL stuff before that? No, no. no. Um, but that was a screamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, true. And, I mean, what what is going on with Ollie Sale? Yeah, he looks a shadow of himself, doesn't he? What's the deal mm-hmm. with that? Do you, do you have money on that game? Or <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the attempt at the goalkeeping for the, for the free kick 
at the end was that some of the worst I've seen in a while. Uh, um, but little segue did get me to my one from six in tipping. So, <laughs> oh. so now that we've uh, concluded uh, the six games, I can reveal that I proudly got zero from six this week. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> I don't know. We're not alone, though. No. We'll come to the tipping comp a little bit later. I stand by my tips. <laughs> <laughs> stand and by that they're correct. I, I, I thought I had one in the bag, too, when I fell asleep during the Newcastle game. <laughs> They were were losing (laughs) and then I fell asleep and it all went bad. 92nd minute equaliser from Stamatolopoulos. Boom. Um, (laughs) Why why not Bayless? Thank you, Ollie Sale. Uh, Yeah, true. (laughs) True. That was the only thing that I was going to get any sort of, not pride, but I would have been less disappointed with Newcastle getting a point if Bayless had scored. I would have been able to accept it. That's fair. Mm. That's fair. Are we talking about fantasy now? Um, yeah, very soon. <laughs> uh, XG. I don't care if we miss it. <laughs> <laughs> XG in this one, by the way, uh, Newcastle, 0.46. Man, he scored two goals. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Cheers, Jeff. Well, it seems about as good a time as any to uh, turn our attention to the Coast Football Ramble tipping and fantasy comps. Top of the pops after round one, Michael with his very inventive team name, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Well done for you. Three out of six this week. Uh, Tie for second between Boom Shakalaka uh, and Organised Chaos, Adam and Jennifer, respectively. Bunch of people with one uh, correct tip this round, including yourself, Luke. This one I feel as bad. Yep. There was a lot of ones. Yeah, yeah, yep. Joyful down in Melbourne there as well as Melbourne Mariner. Um, <laughs> sticking my tip uh, from Paul <laughs> Blue Steel, Daniel. Um, Danny Vuka tips, which I think is Cameron Smith. Uh, Danny Vuka tip, I like that. Yeah, That's good. yeah. Wizards of Woi Woi, Ball Kickers FC. Pass it to Tulio, of course. Uh, shout out to, uh, to Scotty McGee as well, the ritzy kid with one point. Uh, and then literally everyone else in the group with zero. Uh, by my calculations, that is 28 tipsters with zero points this week, including Oof. yours truly. And me. <laughs> yeah. Rough. Yep. Who else? How did Josh go? Where's uh, he? Zero. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly, we are not qualified to speak about football. Shut down the microphones. Yeah. Turn it off. Turn it off. No idea. I'm marvelling though at uh, position number fifty-three. Ben, shout out to Ben. His team's called Josh, the Josh Nisbets. Nisbets. <laughs> They've got two points. Oh, but somehow they're at the bottom of the column. Uh, so he must have joined after. Um Maybe after the uh, cutoff or something. I, well, I appreciate him joining to bring me one up the one, <laughs> yeah. one further from the bottom. I think what you might find, <laughs> you, what you might find though, is uh, that he might end up. Uh, those points might end up applying next week. But for the time being, sorry, Ben, uh, you're at the bottom, along with the rest of us. Uh, <laughs> we ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till we get to the <laughs> next table. <laughs> Well, things aren't going too badly for me in uh, in fantasy, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm quite happy with my fantasy. I'll never catch you, people. <laughs> I'm going backwards. What What was your total points after round one? Uh, fifty one. It's not horrible. It's not it's, great. It's not well, horrible. Well, well, Pete, do you want to go and check out the table, or shall yeah, I? Yeah, just having a look at the table now. I'm in twelfth with eighty eight points. Mm-hmm. Uh, pass it to Tulio, which I think is you, Luke, on eighty six points. Yep. Yep. Very good. Yep. And then uh, Moz. Keep scrolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, could be here a while. We're going to have to fast forward through a bit of this. 
I drunk on Quilla. Oh, there you are, yeah, 48. I f- <laughs> yeah, I feel good that there's actually – there must have been a couple of people joined because I was third last and now I'm fifth last. Yeah. yeah I feel should. much better. Thank Look you to, to whoever joined and brought me up the, from the bottom. <laughs> Making his way up the table, flying. Uh, it's high, hey, hello, uh, atop of the pops after round one. Cameron there with 117-point haul. Very, very I rate that tasty. name, though. Flying. Yeah. yeah, obviously listens to the podcast. Yeah. Yep. What, uh, out of interest, who was your highest scoring player? For me, I think uh, it was must have been Arslan. Uh, it was Tolgay Arslan with 19 points. Um, 19. But uh, I had McLaren as captain who scored 11, so that's doubled. Yeah, right. Want to hear about my yeah, sorry I tale? Do. I my, do. be- my best player was Azzy Bayich with, with eight. eight points. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, had two, I had two other steep performers. They were Jack Ingen and Ivan Bursa. They both had six. Oh, Every, everyone what, else what is was, your team? Everyone else was horrendous. <laughs> Why have you picked those for, players? Except for Noah Bodic, who was on the bench with 14 points. I thought you were, I thought you were good at fantasy football. <laughs> you know you've got a big salary cap and you can pick good players. Tell me what's wrong with this team. You've got your own fantasy football podcast. How are you not good at this? <laughs> yeah, okay. Seriously, Tell me but what's... Tell me what's wrong with this team. I'm concerned now, so speak me through your team. I do want some, you know, counselling. So You've got Jack oh, Ingot and Voitsu in your team. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have Jamie Young in goals. That's that's fine. Same. What's wrong with that? Azzy Beige. Same. Ivan Voitsu. Get him out. <laughs> Jack Ingot. Get him out. <laughs> Docker. You're Docker, yeah. That's Fire. all right after round one. On the bench, looking on the bright side. Talbot never came on when it's minus two. <laughs> I appreciated that. <laughs> In the midfield, I had Caceres, Davila, Thurgate and Ballard. Those are all very justifiable choices. All definite starters. You've spent big up top is what you've done. And at the front, I've got Borello, Tulio and Bodic, who I put on the bench, stupidly. Bodic. Because no one else got anything. Borello for four, Tulio for four, Thurgate for four, Maxi for three, Caceres for four, Davila for four. Did these players even play? Jesus. Even Johnny Yull, who I have on the bench, he's my he's my like. He played eighty eight minutes or something. Yeah, and, and then I'm like, why am I putting these players on the bench? He got well. I've got I've got him in my starting eleven. Yeah, and six he got points. six for me. Yeah, so my mm-hmm. best scorers were on the bench. One other redeeming feature from McCarth would would be Clayton Lewis, who I actually had in my starting eleven, and he got me fourteen. Lewis and Roderick both got me fourteen. They were my two highest uh, scorers. Mm. Roderick's a good pick. Mm. Don't mind that. Yeah. yeah. Lockie Wales got me eighteen. Like a boy, he's done good for my fantasy good. team. Yeah. Can't believe like I bought in Thurgate for him. <laughs> yeah, I was I was teetering on the edge between the two because they're both very similarly priced. And I've still got 32000 to play with in my salary cap. Jeez, i got about three grand, I think. I must have a salary sombrero. 13. <laughs> it's a Sydney FC salary cap here, guys. Might be time to play the wild card for me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, it's only round two. <laughs> How many wild cards can you have in this game? <laughs> I only need another 26 wild cards, sir. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already joined uh, the Fantasy or Tipping Leagues, uh, make sure that you check out our socials for the links there. And you'll be guaranteed to finish ahead of me by the looks of it oh, the on both going. the tipping and the fantasy. Yep. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And as always, thank you all so much for your submissions across Facebook, uh, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum, wherever you consume your content. Starting on Facebook this week with James Walker, good friend of the show there, James. James says, boys, 
Your start to the new season as the premier Central Coast Mariners podcast has all the momentum of a runaway freight train. How and why are you so popular? <laughs> mm. Someone's got to do it. Possibly more like a Mexican train derailment. but Because <laughs> you can't look away. You can't stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks for the shout out there, James. And uh, oh, I love your work, boys. Lucky we know you. We know we wouldn't know how to be taking that. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Lumby says, while Faz did a decent job at centre back until deciding to dive in, was not having Windust or Hall or even Storm on the bench as coverage a big mistake. Aaron Kunda had zero impact on the game until the switch, and unfortunately, Smiggles got caught out quite a few times. Don't think overall we played that badly, but our finishing did let the boys down. Aside from the men's, how good did the girls play? Great win by the girls. Agreed with all that, really. I mean, is there a question in there, Jeremy? <laughs> yeah, no. All ticks, all ticks, questions or not? Agree. Me. Yeah, agree with just about. Can't yeah, do any. I mean, we, we, we've, we've spoken about the uh, the bench selection there. Storm is injured. Not sure if he'll be back this week. Just a cork, though. Nothing major. The third cork. There's a lot of corks in this team at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, could be worse, right? Mm, true. Let's hope it's not. Mason Lunny says, I'm getting in early for the Perth game, but will I be seeing you lovely gentlemen over there for a lovely game of Where's Ollie? <laughs> Need all the help I can get while out on an away day. Uh, I'll be there, 100%. We did find Ollie on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Which, that, what's the deal with that being on loan thing? Well, he's on loan. But isn't it only Australian nah, players under nah, they, scrapped, so, they, they got rid up. of it? Yeah. Is this the old Ollie rule or is it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too when he first went, but no, apparently they scrapped it about 12 months ago. Yeah, right. Did yeah. that? I didn't. I had no, 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 no loans idea. are a thing. I think it snuck through snuck with, the, um, with the sort of revamped domestic transfer system. Yeah. Where they made it mandatory to pay fees a, to MPL clubs and stuff. Mm, that was a strange move and it was weird the way that they announced it. Now, yeah, it was, with a view for a permanent move. A loan move with a they're, view they're for a permanent move. two or three players out with the same sort of statement like, this year. What the hell does that mean? Mm. <laughs> well, I, I, guess I get exactly what it means, it. but it's, it's the first time I've seen it like announced that way. Yeah. I mean, interesting one, you know, him, him going to going back to join Stadge and yeah, but um, no, I'll definitely be there. My flight gets in very early doors about 9.30, 9.40am Perth time. Okay. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun with that. Yeah, it's a no from me, unfortunately. I wish I could, but um, but then I wish I could do Bali as well and you can't do everything. I'm doing them both. <laughs> yeah. So when do you fly out to Bali after that? So uh, half 11 the Sunday morning. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Max, so. max time in Bali for club sandwiches and smoothies. <laughs> Cocktails Pools. and bintang. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry. Get me a bucket of bintang My over bad. there. It's, it's only smoothies for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, I can make a bintang smoothie for you, mate. Oh, I wouldn't mind that, actually. <laughs> uh, Dave Bloom, who would win in a boxing match between Darren Dobson and Liam Chauncey? Of course, Dobbo, the team manager, and Liam Chauncey, our video analyst. Uh, Liam Chauncey uh, seems to be the favourite, uh, saying Liam Chauncey would absolutely have it over Dobbo. Younger, faster, and more agile. I think Dobbo has zero chance. I think I've got Liam. Yeah? Yeah, I'll back Liam. It's a no from me, you lot. The ma- <laughs> Dobbo's got experience, mate. Eh? Yep. He's got he's got guile. He's guile. got cunning. <laughs> eh? he'll, yeah. he'll have it all over the young fella. Inexperienced. Doesn't know what he's doing just yet. Later on he might have a chance, but I'm all on Dobbo. Uh, it's, a, it's a draw from me. 
drawing points after 12 we'll rounds. We'll see how we go in the tipping. <laughs> both, both knocked out. We'll get the gloves on them this week. Beautiful. Matt Grandevec, Pete, have you ever been nicknamed Pistol before? Every Pete I've ever known has been Pistol Pete. Thoughts? No, literally never. So much so that I used to have a group of friends that had someone called Sam in it and his nickname was Pistol. <laughs> So, no. There's uh, a lot of talk about your pistoling, though. Pew, pew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keegan Jensen, any updates on this year's membership numbers? It was about four I have no half, idea. I haven't heard, actually. Four and a half or 5,000 last I heard. Yeah, I, I think a um, little bird told me it was over five. Over yeah. five now. Yeah. Uh, Scotty McGee, why is it that we lose the first game and all of a sudden our so-called fans just automatically turn on us? The early signs are promising. What changes, if any, would you guys make to this week's starting 11? Love your work, boys. Cheers for the shout-out. Um, Depends on which game you're talking about. <laughs> Depends on whether you're talking about Bali or um, yeah, true. or MacArthur, because I think we're going to need to see a bit of rotation with uh, with a couple of games or games coming now thick and fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, why do, the, why do our fans lose their heads? Um, well, kind of, like I said last week, there's expectation now. Mm. We're champions. <laughs> We're the <laughs> champions, mate. How can we lose again? What yeah. on earth is going on? Yeah. <laughs> People have expectations and sometimes they're not entirely realistic given some circumstances. So, oh, dear. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, in terms of changes, I mean, outside of the forced one with the uh, Faz, I mean, hopefully we'll see both Allo and Caltech back, but it's still a bit up in the air. So, mm. um, yeah, if neither of them come back, I think Hall comes in for Caltech. Mm. Needs another chance, I think, mm. uh, to prove himself. Um, and then, yeah, for Allo, I know it's a tough one. Do you bring in Theo Horace, move Tulio up, or put Theo Horace up top? I don't know. It's kind of... Uh, so yeah, for, for, for me, he's better. Theo probably wide. comes comes in for Will Wilson. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. I thought, is it hard to drop him after one game? But maybe it's not. I don't know. It's just... I'm, it's not one game, really. True, yeah. Mm. I'd just like to see... A bit more yeah. <laughs> out on yeah. the left, to be honest, is Wilson undoubtedly talented. Loved him at Victory. We've spoken about it before. Um, Victory fans loved him as well, but hasn't quite delivered on that promise yet. And I think, you know, you came back earlier and said, uh, or coming back to what you said earlier, Boise, uh, his confidence looks a bit down maybe. Mm. You know, he just looks he, a bit unsure. He, yeah. I think, you know, give him a couple of weeks coming off the bench, running at tired legs, build that confidence back up and see what he can deliver. That's probably what will happen, mm. that, that we'll persevere a little longer. Mm. But I, I'd have to say that I think the RS has earned the right to be tried for 60 minutes soon because he has been a super impact player, mm. but um, he improved, improved, improved and he was, he was great for his appearance in the grand final mm. and he's been great as an impact substitute I think pretty much on every occasion he's come on, Defend, he's, defenders can't stop him. Yeah, and he'll they'll, he'll get penalties. Yeah, um, if the he, fitness does appear to be a genuine issue though. I, I see. I, I don't know because he's been getting flogged at training. Yeah, I think his stamina is okay. I think match fitness and match sharpness might be a bit of an issue. I think he's just got that natural sort of stocky build. Honestly, mm. I don't think. Yeah, I think he just naturally walks around in that sort of way. Yeah, and I mean at some point you've got to get match minutes, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. To, more substantial match minutes than what he's been getting to try and build it up. Mm. So, But, yeah, Andy's been pushing him at training, absolutely yeah. pushing him. So. For a long time. The day I ran into uh, Aloha up here months ago now, when he first came back, mm. he w- Theo Harris was here 
and there were only it was only him and Wendell Halls. Him and Wendell and, and Maxie Maxi would have been here too because Maxie volunteered to come here because he's <laughs> fucking sadist. He's a freak. Yeah. <laughs> so so there, he was clearly putting it in. Hey, you guys um, are coming back from preseason early. Can I join? <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Love him to bits. But no, I, I kind of think that we probably will persevere. Am I supposed to jump on the bandwagon and say, get rid of a lot of them. Get the youth team in. Get the NPL boys back from yes. holidays. Oh, they're not. Right. Yes, they are. They're back now, I think. Um, Abbas got back um, last week, um, and they've—I think—they've finished up with their with their trials now as well. So, gonna be some big changes in the NPL space this year. Possibly, we could get um, Ergamol in for um, Wilson. <laughs> just a thought. Just Maybe. a thought. Right? Yeah. Why not? We needed that quality in that moment. Mm, anyway, mm. I'll leave that there. Robbie McKenna enjoyed our uh, season predictions last pod. But what does a loser get or have to do or forfeit for coming last? Don't fucking look at me. I did my bet. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you two do a bet? <laughs> I tell you what. That's a, he's stretching the truth there a bit, isn't he? Oh, I mean, he <laughs> did. That was the longest grace period on earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar distance from the Ice Age to now. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. I'm not putting a bet on anything. Uh, Why don't you take that one on notice? Yeah, yeah, I'll take it under advisement. Let me um, speak to my lawyers and get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's the suggested? Uh, there's, there's no suggestion, but if you uh, uh, lovely listeners have any sort of suggestions around that, let us know. Write on in, give us a comment. So. Yeah, better let us know what we got to do. Uh, what you've got to do. Oh. I don't know. I'm on shaky ground <laughs> after predicting Sydney as champions and Mariners as premier. <laughs> <laughs> Not off to a good start. Just hope for it to be forgotten. Going good. Um, over to Twitter where Ballard Season asks, will Angel Torres win the golden boot? Yes or yes? Yes. Quite possibly. If he starts putting some of those chances in the net, mm. that mm. could be on. Just needs to not get caught up in maybe what Tulio got caught up in at the start of last season, just trying to do too much. Yeah. Just do do the simple stuff right, which he can clearly do, <laughs> and then the flashy stuff will come on the end of it. Just, yeah, you don't want him to try too hard too early because then his confidence will go. Mm. I did like hearing Mark Jackson talk about how uh, he wants to improve him and get him going on the outside on that right foot a bit. Yeah, because not cutting it, in every single time. Yeah, yeah, and I think from memory he did do that once and made a good cross. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's there. It's just a matter of getting it in his game. And I thought as he tired, then he did try to take a little bit too much on, which never works out well mm. in the pro game. So... Yeah, he's but got plenty to improve on, though, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's another option that you could play out on the left as well. You know, you could play him on the left and um, push Docker up higher when Storm gets fit. So, true. yeah, options. Rocky on Twitter wants to know, what does Theo Harris have to do to get a start? Uh, Rocky likes him a lot better than Will Wilson. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's already close for me. I think, yeah. Is it, is, is it what does he have to do or what does Wilson have to not do mm. to then get him a start. <laughs> I would say it could be seen as a healthy thing for Wilson. That, yeah. That, that it might just, you know. I mean, he's been given the opportunity. Yeah. And, exactly. I, you know, he would know that he missed a big chance. So, you know, and even even if that goes in, yes, the injury still might happen. At least it gives us something to try and mm. bloody defend against. Um, so you would think Wilson would have to know that he's 
out of everyone from that game, he's probably the one that's in the spotlight. I think if that goes in, the injuries probably don't happen. It's like the whole butterfly effect thing. Maybe. Yeah. You know, if a butterfly flaps his wings. We go on to win 3 0, everybody gets a red card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm the coach, I reckon Wilson starts on Thursday night. And if he doesn't, um, you know, have a great game, so to speak, then I'd probably consider Thea Harris on Sunday. Fair. <laughs> as a starter. Okay. John Bristow, uh, just back on Facebook very quickly. Will Will Wilson will his way onto <coughs> staying into the starting squad after earning goodwill by being a good will? Crikey. Poof. Yes. Give yourself an uppercut, John Bristow. <laughs> Who are you anyway? Do I know you? Cameron Smith on Twitter <laughs> wants to know, am I the only one who isn't concerned by the Adelaide performance? Thought we were dominant until the injuries and still created more than enough chances to win it. PS would love a fantasy update. We've done the fantasy. Beautiful. And uh, I think we've spoken about yeah, our concerns yeah, or not that's, concerns. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yep. Shout out to Cameron. Uh, and Paul Hart, did, it, did the club release any update on the injured pair? Fingers crossed for a speedy return. Not officially. Not officially. Just word on the grapevine. Yeah. Good words on the grapevine though. Yeah. Word on the street. Finally, over to the ccmfans.net forum at Joyful Penguin. Mm. With losing Lockie Bayless and Aiden Hammond, are we really hurting for attacking depth if we lose Allo? Is Bailey Brantman ready ready to step up to the senior side, perhaps? Yeah, Brantman's kind of come out of not really nowhere, but it's kind of relatively, relatively, yeah. Like, like you look at these players, like you know, that have graduated the academy. Your Dan Halls, your Josh Nisbets, your um, even your Allo, who, who you know, we burst onto the scene. Mm. I guess maybe in a similar vein to Brantman. Yeah, because when did he when did he join the academy? Was it halfway through the season? Brantman, no, uh, he was the he was there in season. preseason. He, was, uh, he yeah. went over to Japan on the uh, on the academy tour to Japan as well, and yep. uh, was starting all all throughout the course of preseason, um, and was playing a lot of under twenties. Okay, maybe that's why. I didn't Second half of the season yeah. made his breakthrough into first grade, scored two, maybe three goals off the top of my head. Yeah, I um, mean he's put a good word out for himself in that with a couple of goals. Two in goals the in the Marbella football. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, Against big sides as well, France and Denmark. Yeah. So. Or Netherlands. Yeah, obviously put his put his name forward for that sort of young Socceroos uh, team now, which can only go, do good things at club level. And yeah, I mean. Hopefully, we won't have the issue with goals not coming, but mm. <laughs> if they don't come, uh, I think you'll get a chance pretty quick. Yeah. Why mean, not? In the same circumstance. Like, remember uh, Monty throwing players in mm. just for a little, you know, San Mola. Nico um, Duarte. Nico Duarte. Who is still with the club too. He's on so, there's, so just to get them a bit of a feel for it, get them around the squad, get them on that pitch in front of us, yeah. even if it's just an appearance that, you know, is, is something for them to aspire to. Yep. Even um, Zach Zorosic, who was another one, yeah. I think it's a good thing. The way Monty did it sometimes seemed a little bit weird, but um, it, I think it had the right effects or I like the idea that it could have the right effects. So Also brought a bit more it. energy to the squad when, you know, at times, you know, in games where the energy felt like it might have been petering out somewhat as well, bringing that sort of youthful exuberance, players yep. that are going to chase down everything as well. Um, yeah, you know, Bailey, Bailey, I think, has, has got a real shot at um, getting some minutes this year. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Look at it indeed. Would you just look at it? Sometimes you just need to look at it. And we're going to look ahead uh, to this Thursday evening. We return to Central Coast Stadium, Graham Park Industry Group Stadium uh, for match week three of the AFC Cup against Bali United. Short turnaround. 
to uh, the MacArthur game after this one too. Yeah, <laughs> We're not well, used to it, are we? Thankfully, we've got the uh, the home game. Mm. Um, MacArthur play on Thursday night away in, I want to say, Cambodia. Oh, well, maybe they'll be worse off than <laughs> what we are. <laughs> yeah, that's not ideal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've watched a handful of minutes of Bali United in their league games and uh, less than impressive. One, where would you watch that? Number uh, two, <laughs> why would you watch that? Number three, how much free time Research. do you have that you're watching the Balinese League? Yes. Uh, it's the Indonesian League. Indonesia, you know. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they have pro not, not up to speed um, on my Southeast Asian football. <laughs> um, late what do you say they have pro well? Uh, um, um, late at night uh, on the Bali United official website, uh, there was a link to Bali United TV where I managed to yeah, watch, you know, half Better an than hour Paramount? Of, uh, hmm. <laughs> touch and go. Well, we found the one service that's not better than Paramount. <laughs> I didn't say it's not better. <laughs> it certainly had its moments. I was able to pause it uh, and rewind it as well. Um, oh, that's that, where they got that from. That's where they got uh, it from. They got the, uh, the Indonesian Football League developers yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, Just to be fair, Paramount have pause and rewind. <laughs> what a revolution. Only three years too late, two years too late. I don't know. <laughs> now, Bali United gave um, uh, Stallion Laguna, of course, his team that we uh, that we turned over the other week, a pretty good touch up themselves in their last AFC Cup game. Five goals to two in that one. But coming off the back of a one-all draw with uh, Terengganu, who did beat us, of course, in match week one. They're sitting in sixth on the table in the Liga 1, the Indonesian League, of course. Um, it's hard to ask how we're feeling about this one, really, isn't it? Because, I mean, we're expected to get the chocolates, of course. But they're really very much an unknown quantity. Yeah, expected to get them, should get them... Um yeah, I mean, it's relatively simple. I mean, we, we're not going to have to make, uh, obviously, Faz can play. Mm -hmm. uh, Caltech and Alo, I, I doubt we're going to see them. Mm. I doubt we're going to see them. Uh, so I that, think, that yeah, brings why, in a couple why, of changes. Why risk them? Yeah, so I think definitely a couple of changes there. Uh, we'll come in, Hall, hopefully. Hall or Windy. Hall or Windy, one. yep, uh, in the back line. And then, yeah, I guess sort of like we're saying for the MacArthur game, who do we... Who do we Want to Rotate see in out yep. up top? Um, do we put Windsor Halls up there? Is I kind of the it's probably the straight swap that you make, isn't it? Kind of the no-brainer. Mm. Um, Brad Tap, I think, will get some decent minutes this week as well. Yeah. Do you start him even? Maybe. Is I that, think. I think. Too like, soon? like I think there there has to be some genuine rotation or, or <laughs> looking after big. of the players with only a two full day gap. Yeah. Between games, and then given we have to play at three o'clock in what will. I assume it'd be a warm afternoon on uh, Sunday. So, yeah. but we should absolutely win this game. And going from the what is predicted to be uh, fairly heavy rain on Thursday night as well at stadium. again, lovely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, lovely. in that case, I think we should belt a weekend that we just had. <laughs> yeah, thirty degrees plus. Even today was gorgeous. True. Apparently, it turns around tomorrow. I think. Yeah. Great. It seems like a perfect occasion for um, Wenzel Halls to start. Yeah. Mm. Play. Got his what brace in. Uh, in weather that was atrocious. Mm. Could do it again. Mm. Um, if we think a low is a chance for uh, Sunday, then give him the rest on Thursday yeah. and um, keep his minutes down a bit on Sunday. Wenzel Hall coming on later maybe. Uh, could could be a 
thought. Yeah, well, the matches, as I said, they're coming thick and fast now. We've got Thursday, Sunday, then the following weekend we're away to Perth on the Saturday. So that's a long flight yep. to Perth as well, right? And then we're away to Bali and then we're back at home against Brisbane on the Sunday. So we're... <laughs> it's it's going to be hard. Yeah. I really need to use that depth that we sort of spoke about uh, in the first show of the season. And an important game in terms of the uh, table. Massively, too. massively. Obviously, that loss in match week one against Terengganu. Um, through a little bit of a spatter in the works, we were, uh, and I know a lot of people at the club were expecting to uh, to walk through this league with relative ease, I mm. suppose. Um, but you can't take anything for granted at you all. Just, you, you don't know enough about these sorts of teams. <laughs> yeah, as it, as so, it stands after yeah. after two rounds, you know, because it's only the top one that is guaranteed qualification through mm. to the next round. It's not top two. Um, as it stands, we're, we're currently third, a point behind both Bali United and Terengganu. Terengganu obviously face off against uh, Stallion Laguna uh, this week and would probably be expected to get the job done. I mean, from what we've seen, Stallion and probably the whipping boys of the group. Yeah, they've conceded 14 goals in two games. So. Yep. Mm. Ouch. <laughs> Where's that game? Um, the Stallion v Terengganu game. Well, That's simultaneous kickoffs. Look at that. Seven o'clock on Thursday, same time as our game. We'll all be glued to our phones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thrilling what, what do we think that Mark Jackson's – where do we think Mark Jackson's head will be? Because he must already be thinking about how he prioritises think, oh, these competitions. Know, yeah, right. You got I've, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and you you knowing the sort of level of quality of the, some of these oppositions, so I I fully expect our next uh, game against Stallions is going to have who knows who's going to play in that game, but we probably don't know them um, because there's no reason for us to send a first team to play that game mm, in this circumstance. Flip side of it, it is the away trips in this competition are so risky. They're so sticky. Yeah, you know they're massive banana peels for us. True. So you can't True. take them for granted. We got to win. Gotta win, but you're gonna have to have an each way bet. <laughs> well, yeah, you're gonna have to. I yeah. mean, we don't have the depth really to be able to not. Mm. So we're gonna have to look at where that you know weakest opposition and moment is. Mm. Um, and given the start in the A League, we've got to look to get some points there soon. Otherwise, we're really chasing it from behind, aren't we? If we get the job done against Bali this week, we've got another home game, the return against Terengganu. Um, and I think win both of those and then a point away should get us through. We start to look decent then. But, um, you know, I'd be fully expecting us to get the job done this week. I'd be expecting us to get the job done against Bali away as well. But let's just see how it plays out this week first. Well, it sounds like we're putting on the conditions for them to um, enjoy our monsoon. <laughs> um, so Let's get tropical. Yeah, wet season. Yeah, probably, yeah, it is coming into their wet season, I think, as well, isn't it? Yeah. I think that starts in November. Um, Boise, they actually have three Brazilians. Mm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Um, and also a guy that was born in Montenegro and represents the Indonesian national team. Oh, yes. Oh, Spa oh Spazajevic. Spazajevic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vice captain. I think he's their top goal scorer uh, for the last two or three seasons running as well. Um, bit of a bit of a journeyman um, around that sort of um, <laughs> South Pacific. Uh, or, or oh, have a go at it. Yeah, 126 games for Bali United, 66 goals. Um, big fan of Ilya Spazajevic. Pronunciation. Can't wait for him to take the pitch. Of course, we mentioned a very quick turnaround uh, to the MacArthur game. Three o'clock Sunday, yay. At, at least it's not in Campbelltown. 
I know it's hard to make any sort of predictions after after one round, but fellas, how are we feeling? Confident, <clears throat> but I was confident going into the Adelaide game. So, <laughs> <laughs> tempered confidence. Yeah, cautiously, cautiously, cautiously confident. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, again, that game very similar to what ours will most likely be on uh, Sunday. It was just it was a bit hard to gauge anything that heat that time of day. I could not get anything out of that. No, it's um, impossible to take anything away. Yeah, and and yeah, MacArthur didn't look too crash hot. So like we were saying earlier, Devere is their danger threat, definitely their outlet. And I mean, outside of that, I'm not too concerned. Their back four's dodgy as anything. Um, they farewelled a couple of the HMS big fellas. They did. They did. And uh, there might be a new HMS big fella, which might be Perth. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> the way they're building that back line. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, MacArthur, yeah, not... Not too, not too concerned. But again, uh, you know, I go into this week probably as confident as what I was last week against um, against Adelaide. Not throwing the toys out of the cot yet. That's for sure. Work to do. Mm. There'll be a few changes, obviously, that we're going to have to make. But I think we'll be okay. I don't think we've done anything to dispel confidence. I think we deserve to be confident. I thought we, you know. Everything went wrong for us, but it wasn't that we were horrendous or anything like that. Um, we were um, quite good, I felt. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident. Uh, and, you know, one way to look at these games is, oh, no, what are we going to do? The depth, the number of games, the number of people, the injuries, blah, 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 blah. Another one is that, um, you know, we can play ourselves into a bit of form in these uh, kinds of situations over the next couple of weeks if we could get a few wins. If we could follow that little course that you just mentioned a minute ago, Pete, and get those points on the board, mm. then all of a sudden things start to take on a little bit of a different complexion. So I think that is is the key there, that no reason not to feel confident only need a little bit of a spark and things could, you know, start escalating quickly. Are we game enough to uh, make score predictions for, for either game? Um, 6-0 Bali. Oh, Jesus. So we're going to get turned over that heavily. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> crikey. Spazujevic at the... Uh, <laughs> like the double Bali. hat-trick, is it? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> um, and then MacArthur... Uh, MacArthur... Close 1-0. To us. Smash and grab at home. Yep. <laughs> Grind out the 1-0. I'm with you on the 1-0 for the MacArthur game. I think we'll beat them, but we will not, you know, magically put the sword to them. Yep. Um, on In the Bali game, it's hard for us to go there and over to these places. Well, and I think it's there yet, so. No, yeah, well, no. Hard no. for them to come yes. here, yeah. So it, I think it's probably almost as, if not as mm. hard for them to come here. Mm. Um so I predict that we can take them easily. Six nil is a bit heavy, um, but you know you never know when Dylan Wenzelhorst is going to score a double hat trick. So maybe <laughs> six nil is a legit. Um, I'm going to go with two nil. A yeah. much more civilized scoreline. Yeah, a similar sort of vein to what I was thinking there. I'm thinking probably three one against Bali. Um, I think they uh, will squeeze one past us, um, but I think yeah. Defensively, a lot of these sides are just way too open, way too unstructured. Uh, so I think we'll get the job done there. Against MacArthur, well, I mean, a lot of it's going to come down to how well they recover from their trip to Cambodia. They play late as well. Uh, they don't kick off till 11pm. So Jürgen Klopp would be livid. <laughs> I think, yeah, cheeky 1-0 for us. 
Three one nils. Guaranteed to lose five now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shut up, boys. How good is it though that we've got all of this football? Eh? I'd ha- that's the one thing that's you know I don't know about Bali and how how form definitely is don't hate all that it, stuff. Hey. But I'm yeah. loving the idea that I don't know if Melissa's loving it as much as me. But going <laughs> to football on Thursday night again. Yes, please. Midweek football rules. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Should like, be more of it. Yeah. My only question is um, what what I, I'm intrigued by what's going to happen next in Bay 16 because if um, you know limbs are falling out of the sky. Um, uh, then will the hardy souls be down there again? And will we be looking at them from Bay 50-something and going, oh, wow, look at them. Looking, Madness. Looking down on them. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harsh. <laughs> it was too wet last time. I'm too old for that shit. Too old for this shit. I'm too old for that shit now. True. Also, I wanted to have fun. I was, you know, it was more about laughing at their goalkeepers and and uh, also one of their defenders. It was pretty funny. True. Um, <laughs> but full credit, full credit to those that uh, braved 100%. the uh, conditions for yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. It was impressive. It was impressive. Get, get, get on that. down to Bay well 16 done. regardless. Yeah. If you're up for Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. Don't worry about the geriatrics like me. Drink a few beers, <laughs> pop a few ales. Probably need fists, about 25 beers for that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Failure to remember. <laughs> That's a new hashtag, whatever it takes. <laughs> well, that is just about it from us here on The Ramble this week, fellas. Absolute pleasure having your company this afternoon. Nowhere I'd rather be. Pleasure as always. Of course. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Of course, listeners, thank you all so much for tuning in once again to the latest instalment of The Ramble. But until Thursday night, um, it's lovely to see you by. Will Will Wilson will his way onto start? Nope. Will Will Wilson will his way onto staying into the. It doesn't make sense. You've worded it badly. (laughs) Intentionally. Will Will Wilson will his way on. No, it should be will his way into staying in. Anyway, Will Will Wilson. Will Will Wilson will his way into starting. Oh fucking Jesus! I can't do this. (laughs) 